Welcome to the Pete Primo Show. It is episode 98. Oh my Lord, how did we get here so fast? Pete Moore is with us and he is going to be talking about if it ain't written, it ain't real. Goal setting for 2023. What to do, what not to do. I'm looking forward to this. But first, let's pay the bills real quick. Uh, Sell a million. If you haven't received your own copy of Sell a Million, what are you waiting for? 101 tips for furniture and mattress store owners to sell another million dollars this year. And my friends at the Mattress Industry Network, thank you for your sponsorship of our show. Steve Howe, love you. Appreciate everything you do for us. And if you are in the mattress business, you need to be in this free Facebook group. The Mattress Industry Network group helps you to build, market, sell, and succeed in the mattress industry. It is the only group that I know that is run for the benefit of the entire industry by a group of retailers. And retailers are what make the world go round um, in the mattress business. If you look at the video right there, you will see that QR code, scan it. And when you join, say hi to me and let uh, let them know that uh, you saw my show. Pete? Welcome back to the show. I'm so glad you're here, man. I'm so glad to be here with you again, Pete. It's uh, it's the the power of the Pete's again here today. <laughs> Let me big talk you a little bit. Pete was on our show previously. He's the owner of Shootopia Footwear. He's a speaker, a mastermind facilitator. He is a business coach. He's a podcast host. He is literally the renaissance man. And he helps business owners create turnkey businesses that create freedom. And what we're talking about today specifically is goal setting, what to do, what not to do. And, you know, Pete, when I was thinking about this topic and it just kind of hit me that there is nothing that could be better for your business than goal setting done right. And there could be no bigger of a waste of time if goal setting's not done right. So could you address maybe the what not to do and give us some perspective? Because I know some people and they may not have even joined us because they hate goal setting so much. And I wish they would listen to this because you'll love it after you listen to this. But kind of kick it off with what are some of the things that we shouldn't do when we're goal setting? And what do we need to do to kind of get in the right framework before we even begin the actual process? It's a big one. <laughs> That's a big one. I know. Yeah. You, you could just run and do a whole show on that. <laughs> yeah, we could. And, you know, um, whether you like goal setting or whether you don't like goal setting, I think. You know, goal setting for me is something that's an important piece of my daily ritual. And it, you know, we at this time of year, people start thinking, okay, the year's coming up, and you know, what are we going to do next year, and all that sort of stuff. So it's natural, I think, for us to have the conversation here today around goal setting. And you know, um, what's good and what's bad? Well, generally, if you live your life and you run your business just sort of on whatever's happening today, it's it's hard to plan. It's hard to set up things so that you can actually move in the direction that you want it to move. Because, you know, I like to start off everything by saying that you own your business and it shouldn't own you. And when you're leaving things to be done every day, sort of just 
putting out the fires, then your business is owning you. It's owning your time. So most people get into business because they have this dream, you know, whatever the dream is that you got into business. And we're on the mattress show, you know, talking about mostly retailers and I'm in retail too. And we've talked about this on the last show too, Pete, about the idea that I truly believe just to kind of kick back a little bit that the foundations to life are your, are your mattress and a proper set of shoes because you spend so much time in your bed and so much time on your feet. But from that perspective, you know, when I got into footwear, when I got into any of the businesses that I've owned, I always had this idea of what I wanted out of my business. And I'm asking you, the listener, if you're not achieving that, why is that? Is it because you're letting just your business rule your day to day to day? Or is it because maybe you haven't set some goals? Maybe you haven't set some goals, not only for your business, but for your life. What do you want out of your life? And what, what we need to do as business owners is we need to actually have our business be the foundation to deliver that to us, as opposed to us always being the foundation for our business. Thank you very much, Kyle and uh, Guy Danes for being here. Guy Danes is saying, great to be listening to you guys again. Going to be a great show. Guy and Kyle Danes and anybody that's on LinkedIn, if you are not connected to Guy and Kyle, connect to them both. These are great guys, a lot of knowledge. And what I love about them the most is they're students of the game. They're students. They're always looking for one little bit of content that they can help, that they can help their clients with. And that's what it's all about. It's about in our hearts. Do we want to get better? Do we want to perform better for our customers and for our clients? And hopefully, if you're watching this, the answer is yes to that. And what I would ask you is this. If, if you have in your mind failed at goal setting, and let's talk about what failing at goal setting is. To me, failing at goal setting is not setting any goals. That's, mm. that's failing. If you don't quite achieve getting to the sun, but you get to the moon, hooray, hooray. Listen, you should never set a goal. It doesn't scare you just, just a little bit, maybe a lot of bit. Maybe it really scares you and it's a real kick in the fanny and you're not a hundred percent sure if you can get there. I'm telling you, go for it. I'm telling you to go for it. If you fall short of it, guess what? You're in a place that you probably didn't think you'd get to either. What are your thoughts on that, Pete? Love that. I love that. And I mean, that's the beauty of this, these ideas whereby, you know, that goal is way out there. It's on the horizon, whatever the case is. And, you know, um, just because you think it may be too far out there, here's another thing that I, I like to play into this a little bit, uh, Pete, is the idea of procrastination. And often we procrastinate those things that we see too far out there and we feel maybe we can never achieve them. You know, those kind of things tend to set us back and set us aside from that. And what I like to do with goals is to take that big, hairy goal or whatever, however you want to um, say it, but the vision that you have and break it down into smaller chunks. And, you know, it, I, I use this phrase a lot. Clarity creates confidence and confidence ignites momentum. 
And it's hard to gain momentum if the thing's so big that you can't ever see yourself happening. So when you start breaking things down into manageable chunks, and when you start seeing some of those come real as far as those goals, so you you have your big goal and you're breaking them down into smaller chunks that you can actually get done, it becomes almost addictive to actually keep getting those done. And when you start that train of momentum of knocking off some of those goals, the bigger things don't seem as big anymore. And so the idea around procrastination is an, is an interesting thing, I think, Pete. And usually your biggest procrastination is the thing that you actually need to do the most and is usually the thing you need to put into your goal setting uh, layout for the year. Yeah, that's, that's great. So one of the things that I think a lot of people have a problem with is visualizing the benefit to themselves, what it would look like, what it would feel like when I achieve this goal. And that's part of creating that clarity. And that's part of, so let's just do weight loss because that's, that's kind of easier. Um, you're 250 pounds. You want to be 200 putting pictures of you up when you were 200 pounds or someone whose body you like at 200 and sticking your face on top of it, anything to get you to visualize it and see it. But I want you to do more than that. I want you to feel it. What does it feel like? What does it feel like to take a walk at 200 pounds instead of 250? Is it easier? Are you breathing easier? What does it feel like? And you know, when I get that promotion, um, when I make XYZ sales, what does it feel like? Do I get to buy that car or that home that I've been wanting for a long time? And what does that look like? And what does that feel like? And go into there and feel it and just indulge yourself for a few minutes because we're going to have to put our work boots on to get there. Right. But yeah, really getting clear on it. I, you know, I didn't, I didn't invent this. I didn't come up with this. I read Zig Ziglar and Zig Ziglar had to lose weight. And he put a picture of a skinny guy whose body he liked and he looked at it every day. And guess what? He dropped the weight and he kept it off. And it doesn't matter what it is. I've had pictures of homes. I've had pictures of cars. Whatever it is, make it real to you. Whatever that looks like, make it so that you look at it every day. And you think about it often throughout the day because procrastination is going to come and it's going to come to steal your dreams away (laughs) if you let it. And the only way that you stop it is by having a red hot burning desire that I can feel it. I can taste it. I know what this is going to be like. And if you have that, you will go through what you're going to have to go through to get there. What say you, Pete? No, I love it. I love it. And, you know, for me, um, as entrepreneurs, our lives are often yin and yang. And it's sort of our businesses and our lives are blending together often. And that's why, you know, I use a planner and I've come up with this one page planner, which um, I'm going to get. It's downloadable. It's free for you, the listeners here. It's at simplifyingentrepreneurship.com forward slash plan. There you go, guys. We're not even 10 minutes in and you got a free goodie. Exactly. And, you know, you, but that, it, it's the thing that gives me clarity, Pete, you know, 
And on that planner, you have your buckets of life, you know, what do you want out of your health? Well, I want to be 185 pounds, right? And I, I and I'm going to, I want this, this, and this, and this. I'm be detailed about it. Like you said, Pete, make it visual. Think about the other things too. How does it smell? How does it look? How does it feel? All of these different things and different people take things in different ways. But, you know, what do you want out of your health? What do you want out of your wealth? What do you want out of your relationships? What do you want out of your growth, your mission, and your leisure time? Do you have any leisure time? How are you going to change that this year? That could be one of your goals, right? And so the this planner really lays it out. So you start mapping out what you want for your life in that 25-year future. You bring it down to the year. You bring it down to the quarter, to the week, and to the day. Just like we talked about off the bat about making these big vision things down into breakable chunks so that you can actually realize and work it back up so that you're going to get those pictures come true for you. And, and I think it's super, super important that people use some sort of planner and some people don't want to do it every day and that's fine. So you use the weekly or even if you get to doing it quarterly, but using some sort of guidance system that allows you to progress through what it is you truly want and doing the homework and doing the actual sit down and what is it you want out of life. And then we back, we back work it so that we're creating the business to deliver that, right? Because if you don't really know what you want out of your life, it's pretty hard to build the business to deliver it to you. Yeah. And sadly, for too many store owners and too many business owners, you, all you've created is a job. You have yeah. not created freedom. And yeah. one of the things that I would like everybody, if you if if you if you're putting up your hand and you're going guilty, number mm. one, I want you to know something. You're not alone. That's for sure. That is the majority of store owners, the majority of business owners. It owns them. They don't own it. And if you want to get to a place where you own it and it serves you and it serves your family, um, get in touch with Pete because that is what everything that he does centers around. It's helping business owners create turnkey businesses that give freedom. Whether that's business coaching, uh, speaking, doing masterminds, um, all those things help. But getting back to the goal setting piece of it, I'm sorry, I went off on a tangent. Hey, I'm good you for know, that. You know, Pete, one of the things we talked about in our last episode was the 5P framework, right? Yeah. Knowing your promise, yeah. your product, your process, your people, and your profit. And one of the things I can't remember whether we dug into it that much, but it really, you know, with profit, profit just isn't about the dollars. It's about what the dollars can do, right? right. It's, it's, it's the unleashing of the freedom that you just talked about, but really understanding once you get all of those things in alignment and you create that turnkey business, what is it you want to do with the profit is what we're kind of talking about here with the planner and everything. It's like, okay, now I can use some of the profit to sort of prop up what I want out of my life. And maybe that's open another store. Maybe it's buy a rental property. Maybe it's go on a trip to Africa for a month. It doesn't matter. It's uniquely yours. It's uniquely your vision. But in order to get there, you got to lay some things out. You got to set out those five Ps. You got to set out, map out what you want out of your life so that we can set in the actionable steps to make those happen through your business. Your business is the vehicle that gives you your freedom if you set it up right. That's part of goal setting. Yeah, that's that's awesome. 
And one of the things I just want to point out, don't, don't do what I did. And what I did is I, when I was young, I put so much emphasis on my business and I just poured everything I had into it. And I had one of my, uh, one of, one of my manufacturers that I worked for, the president of it said, Pete, you have to take a little bit of time and spend it with your family because it goes by so fast. And if I made one mistake in my life as I spent too much time on my business and not enough time with my family. So here's one of the things that I'm going to say to you. And when you first hear it, if you're me 30 years ago, you're going to want to punch me in the face right now. <laughs> you, you really are. But this is what I'm going to say to you. You have to fight for an extra five hours a week with your family. You have to read those kids' stories when they're little. You have to romance your wife. You have to take her out on a date night. You have to do little things to keep your family together. And once you get through the first hour and you get to the five hours, then I'm going to tell you to steal away a whole 10 hours. And yes, you're going to have to work harder. You're going to have to be more focused with the rest of the time that you have left. But if you don't do this, this is the foundation for you, your life and your business. If you don't make the right decisions for your family and make it solid, it will not be there when you need it the most. And I can tell you this, all of the success that I've had in my life goes back to being faithful to my family and being faithful to God. It's that simple. There's a lot of other pieces that go into it, but that's foundational. And I'm sorry I'm going off on a tangent, but I swear a lightning bolt would come out of the sky if I didn't say that because it was put on my heart to, to let you know, especially you younger guys and gals, put your family first. Stu, what you got? The Pete and Pete show. <laughs> How are you all this beautiful Monday? Stu, we're awesome, man. We're kicking it. Hey, Steve, thank you for being here. and Thank you for your sponsorship. Appreciate you. The points? Okay, Guy, you got something for me. No, this is Kyle. The points, Ben said here, guys, so on point. The vision board is so powerful and the law mm -hmm. of attraction. I find some people miss that last six letters in attraction. Action. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Is action and goals, uh, action and goals, Kyle Danes. Thanks, Kyle. That's, that's awesome. And, and, and you're right. You know, we can, we can dream all we want to dream, but if we don't put action into the dream, you've got, you've got nothing. And so, Pete, that's perfect setup to. Yeah. I mean, it's all about action. And that's why I love goal setting, right? Because. Yeah. I mean, we, we entitled this one, if it ain't written, it ain't real, which is a, a line that I got from one of my coaches along the way, Bob Negan. And, and, uh, I just always liked it. And me, my mom was a, uh, primary, uh, school teacher. So she wouldn't have loved that saying with the words ain't in it, but I still love it. You know, if it ain't written, it ain't real. So when you write, you, when you write stuff and it's down there, you've got the clarity to take action. And so you get the stuff of most business owners have crazy brain, right? It's squirrel brain. It's like, we're thinking about 
15 different things at once. And by the time we actually take action on something, we forgot about what it was we were going to take action on. So this idea about setting these things up in a way that makes sense to get them out of your head and not a lot of times you don't even have to do what it is. You're just literally giving giving them the idea and handing it off to your team to actually do the work. And so I've also created another one page sheet, which I thought I would share here today because I think it's 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 a good one for goal setting. And it's called the one page prop. And it's at simplifyingentrepreneurship.com forward slash prop. And the uh, the words prop are the are basically this on the sheet. What's the purpose of what you're trying to get done? So once you've figured out some of this stuff, what's your purpose? What's your intention or objective? What's the result? Your desired outcome. What obstacles are you facing? The fears and the barriers and the things that are, you know, maybe making you procrastinate like we were talking about so that you can develop the plan. So purpose, result, obstacles, and plan. What's the system or method or the person or the capability that's going to actually get you through so that you make this thing real. And those plans are the action items. It literally will give you the action items that you need to take and assign whoever on your team, if you're not going to do it, can get these things done for you so you can move the ball ahead and create the momentum. And it's not just left in your head in the morning when you get up because you, you're, the fires you're putting out during the day have taken it off your plate. That's why it's important to write these things out. That's why I love starting my day with a daily journal so that I can get that stuff that's fresh in my mind onto some sheets and create these actionable steps to actually move the thing ahead. That's what we need to do. Goal setting isn't about just writing stuff down. Goal setting is about actually getting your ideas into a framework that will actually create action to finish something, to actually make it come real. When it's real, then other people can actually take their steps on it and make it happen for you. I mean, that's part of the idea of, of accountability, right? You assess it, you address it, you align it, and you assign it, which is the four A's of accountability that I often talk about, right? Whatever those things are, assess it, address it, Align it to the promise of your business to make sure that it's in alignment and then assign it to the right person on your team that can move it ahead for you. So once you have the goal, you have to make it happen. What I love about this, this is basically a SWOT analysis on steroids, right? Um, Strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. And spend some time on obstacles, and be very real about it. You know, sometimes when I meet somebody and they go, you know, you know, I was watching that thing about goal setting. You know, I think it's BS, blah, blah, blah. It always comes down to this. It always comes down to, you know, goal setting doesn't work because you guys are just unrealistic. And I'm like, stop, full stop right there. That's your problem. That's why your goal setting hasn't worked. What we're saying here is there are obstacles and they're very, very real. But the biggest one is you. Get get real on that. You're the biggest obstacle. You're the biggest problem. So let's let's get all the obstacles out and let's address them. But don't forget, you're one of them. Your procrastination is killing you. It's killing your business and it's probably killing your family. And you have to take control of that. 
this thing with obstacles is huge. It's very important. And it's not enough to write down obstacle. Oh, there's my reason. I can't do it. No, 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 no. Obstacle, plan. Don't forget the plan. We're going to address any known obstacles and we're going to have a plan for them. And we're going to start with owning our own stuff. And since this is PG and not Gary V, <laughs> I'm going to stick with stuff. But you know what I'm saying, people. Own yeah. it. Own, own your process. Own your goals. And own every step of it. And be very real about this obstacle step. But never, ever stop there. Get that plan in place. And that plan has to take into effect everything that is known and also the ability to pivot when an unknown pops up its head, like the last two or three years. What yeah. say you, Pete? Yeah, you know, uh, one of the areas that some people get stuck on, they, they've got the purpose, they've got the result, they get the obstacles, and they're like, but I don't know how to create the plan because of these obstacles. That's why I'm procrastinating. And there was a great book written a couple of years ago by one of my coaches, Dan Sullivan from Strategic Coach and Benjamin Hardy. And the two of them put this book together based on uh, this concept called Who Not How. And you don't always need to know how to do something. You just need to know who can help you through the obstacle, right? So instead of spending all the time trying to figure out how to get it done, just find the right person that can get it done for you. And often, you'll pay a premium for that. But think of the time that you'll save, the time that you'll be able to go home and spend with your family, like you were saying, Pete. You know, Sometimes we call them shortcuts in business. Sometimes shortcuts cost a bit more, but are so valuable in getting things done and in moving your goals ahead. So think about that. How much time, and I'll just use social media for an example. I don't know how to, I don't know, Post a, 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 a reel on LinkedIn. Well, do you really want to go through all the cutting and all the, you know, the filming and all that other stuff and, you know, figuring all of that stuff out so that you can get your 30 second reel out? Hmm. Maybe you should just use somebody else who actually does this for a living and pay them the $50 instead of you spending four hours trying to figure all this stuff out to get a 30 second video. Get your time back so you can go home for supper tonight and then. You know, you, you said it here too, um, Pete, your podcast producer, awesome podcast producer. You couldn't do it without him, right? And no, there are, and I was there actually, are certain yeah, things I, you use professionals I was, for. I was going to actually unpack that a little bit because um, I'm far enough away from it that I can be completely honest with everybody. But when I did my first podcast, I did like 33 episodes. Um, I did it myself. I did the editing, I did the posting, I did the everything. And I, w I had 20, 30 hours a week into it. And after a while, it just became too heavy. Uh, the, the strain on my business was too great and, and, and I gave it up. And so when I decided that I wanted to do a podcast again, I decided that I would never, ever <laughs> do what I did before because I don't have an extra 20 or 30 hours a week. Exactly. I have no time. I, uh, time is the one thing that I really just, I don't have enough time uh, 
for everything that I want to do. And anybody who's running a successful business knows that to be true. And even in an unsuccessful business, it's probably even worse. So yeah, that's interesting thought. Hiring Chris was the best thing that I ever did. Number one, number one, I don't have the time. Number two, I am not worth a you-know-what after I spend 20 or 30 hours doing tasks that any salesperson should not be doing. So one of the things that I used to tell my business owners when I was a VP of sales is I don't ask my salespeople to do clerical work. I will do the clerical work myself for my salespeople or I will have a sales secretary do it for them because I don't want my salespeople doing clerical work because number one, they suck at it. They're no good at it. And number two, they're ruined for the next 10 hours. You know, I, I got to pull them out of the corner and sing uh, Kumbaya to them and to get them back to where they can actually sell something after that. So uh, shortcuts cost a bit more, but saves time and money is the understatement of the year by my mm-hmm. friend Pete here. It is, it is, and, and number three or four or five, whatever it happens to be, is the other guy that does it full time. He's better at it than you. For sure. Way better. When they love doing it. And, and Chris, every now and again, I'll watch the intro video. He's changed it a half a dozen times. And, you know, he just does things because he's a perfectionist. And me and him have that so much in common that we are almost always in sync. And, and that's kind of a special thing that, that, that we have. But if you have an opportunity to pay to have something done by an expert, by a professional, please do it. Save yourself the time. I remember the first time I saw this concept, uh, it was laid out by Brian Tracy. And Brian Tracy said, anything that you can pay to get done that is less than your hourly ability to earn, you've got to get it out. You've got to get it. And it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't have to be a podcast. It could be, it could be doing laundry. If somebody else can do your laundry for less money than you can do it, get that out of there too, whatever it happens to be. So, you shortcut. That, that's a great tip, Pete. And I'm sorry. I, I, I mean, so much I take my back. my um, button shirts to be pressed and laundered. I don't. I don't like to do it. My wife doesn't either. It's like you know what? I, I, they're outsourced. And you know, one of the big ones for a lot of retailers is bookkeeping, right? Yeah, yeah. And for me, uh, I'm actually I've got lots of business degrees. I'm this close to being a, an accountant. I'm good at bookkeeping. I just don't like to do it. So I actually let somebody else do the bookkeeping and when it needs to be reviewed and all that stuff, we can review it together. But I don't want to do the day-to-day bookkeeping of stuff, even though I'm good at it. So just because you, the listener, it you're good at something doesn't mean that it's the best use of your time either. So it's another way to spin and look at things because, you know, you want to live in your love it zone. The stuff that you do the best that makes the most amount of profit for your business all the time. And you also want everybody else on your team to do the very same, right? 
So mm-hmm. we have a bookkeeper on our team and she loves to do books and she like woohoos when she balances stuff. That to me is like, I, I just don't woohoo. <laughs> it's just yeah. not my thing. And, yeah. and, you know, I know it needs to be done. It's all part of it, but she loves it. She's in, right? So think about that on your team. What do you love and really gives, and here's the way to know whether you love it or you, or you need to leave it. When you finish doing that work, do you feel energized or do you feel drained? Mm. Just like you said, Pete, we were talking about how do you feel at the beginning of the show and all that stuff. Like you can tell by how you feel. At the end of this show, I love talking business and all that stuff with people like you, Pete, and our listeners. At the end of this show, I can tell you I'm going to feel more pumped than even before I started the show because I'm in my love it zone, right? Yeah. So what is it you truly love to do? What brings you the most value for you and your business and your future life, right? And how can you help your team do the exact same thing? Because that's when it gets really, the multiplier effect comes into play, right? When you can set up the goals and the things and help them set up the goals within your business that are really driving their love at zones and they're being most productive and they know it, that's when some of the goal setting, your team goal setting becomes really interesting and a lot of fun for everybody and more beneficial for you, the business owner, and more beneficial for them as well. And that's where you build loyalty in your team, right? That people portion of the five P's, such a, it's, it's one of those biggest, the biggest areas that can be the most frustration on your team and also the most freeing on your team. And think about your goal setting this year around your people. Think about your goal setting this year around the processes in your business and around the products and how they align to your promise. Such an important piece of your strategy so that you can build out what you need to do to make 2023 your best year ever. Mm. That is so good. Um, I I just got to circle back. I let something slide that I didn't want to let slide. So many of you on this who are listening to this show, you do not know who Dan Sullivan is. Google Dan Sullivan. Yeah. This guy is an absolute stud. I've never met him, but uh, when you have guys like Dan Kennedy mentioning Dan Sullivan and you have yeah. guys, um, some of the most accomplished entrepreneurs ever have done coaching with Dan Sullivan. And yeah. the fact, if you ever meet anybody who's been coached by Dan Sullivan, it was more than their ability to write a check that got them in. Uh, yeah. They had to prove their worth to even be a client of Dan Sullivan. This is a guy who's really got it going on, who is super special. Yeah. And uh, Pete, you have, well, I already know you're special because this is our second show. And after <laughs> your first show, I got so many people reaching out like, oh my God, who is that guy? That guy yeah. is amazing. I can't believe I've never heard of this guy before. He's unbelievable. Now, here, here's the one thing that I will, I beat you guys with it and I'm going to beat it with, again, find the best business coaches you can find. Mm-hmm. Spend the money. It's an investment in yourself. It's an investment in your, in your business. It's an investment in your future. You can get there faster with a team. You can get there faster with a team and you can avoid a lot of pitfalls. A lot. And anytime that you can trade money to avoid pitfalls that somebody else has gone in, gone through, you want to do that. You want to do that. So I'm going to do something real quick. I'm going to read 
a chapter. And guys, this is near and dear to my heart. It's called Start a Charity. Page 130, it's chapter 90. In this, either start a charity or find a charity. When I wrote this book, there are less charities than there are now. If you find a charity that you love, that you're passionate about, just do that. But if you don't, start a charity that is near and dear to your heart. And the most important part about that is you have to really feel it. You have to really be committed to it. The benefits are literally endless. When you do something for others out of the goodness of your heart, how do you feel about yourself? If you answered great, I would agree. When you feel great about yourself, how do you sell? It's like no prisoners, right? It's like you should be illegal at that point in time. If you answered great, and I would again agree with you, how would you treat your employees? I think you get the point. How, do, how does your customer feel about your store when they see you and your store promoting and contributing to your community? I would humbly submit to you that they feel great about you and your store. My friend Jim Hicks, who owns Mattress Mart in Zanesville, Ohio, is involved in numerous charities that raise his and his store's profile in the community. He has made a significant impact in Zanesville, Ohio. He was the president of the West Rangers Biddy uh, League football program, as well as contributes time and energy and resources to Zanesville Charity Newsies, Fraternal Order of Police Zanesville, and is the FOP Associates President of Eagles FOA, FOE302. I don't know how Jim does it all, but he is one of my heroes. He gives so much to Zanesville that it doesn't surprise me that his store is supported by the community as well. And I'm not asking you to do or start a charity so that you can make more money. It's not what I'm saying. I'm saying the benefit to you as a human being is so overwhelming, you become better, you become stronger, you become influential, you become somebody who people want to do business with, who people will seek out. What say you, Pete? I, I love it. I mean, we we have um, a big graphic on one of our doors at Utopia. It says the donation location. And we are the donation location because we have boxes in every one of our stores, crates that are set up that people gent give gently used footwear. So a lot of people, you know, they have lots of footwear and, you know, most of us and very thankfully so don't necessarily um, need every pair of footwear, but there are people that do. And so what we do with our clients, because we're, we're in a fairly affluent area, is we basically ask them, if you're not using your footwear anymore or you're just tired of it, bring it in. We'll, we'll put in new laces, maybe a new insole, whatever. We'll refurbish them a little bit. And then we have a um, alliance with the local food bank and everything goes there. And we, over the last five years, have donated over 2,000 pairs that have stayed locally in our towns and are given to people that need them. They're not resold. They're not, you know, sent off to the secondhand places to be resold and all that stuff. They're given to the people that need them the most at the food bank. 
And just these last two weekends, we've done two Santa Claus parades and we've hauled this Utopia trailer and we've done a food and footwear donation. So we've hauled in all the food and the footwear from the people that are watching the Santa Claus parades so that we can give back to our community. So we've picked the food bank as our one of our major charities. We do a whole bunch of others, but that's sort of the main one that we do with Shootopia. So I am a big believer in that chapter, Pete. And I think it's uh, it's it's key. And set it as one of your goals for this year. And I'm talking to you, the listener. You know, set it as one of your goals to find a charity that, you know, something that's near and dear to your heart that you can help out. And you don't have to do it every day. Maybe you just do one Santa Claus parade. Maybe you do one event throughout the year, or maybe you have something like us that's set up all year long. It doesn't really matter, but it's a big piece of being community oriented. And I think that's um, why I love being a retailer because we're community oriented in the communities that we work in. And that's part of building brand loyalty as well with your customers. You want return people. And, you know, all of those different things, because they'll, uh, they'll align with you when you're, you know, working with charities of their interest as well. So lots of interesting stuff there, too. I love that chapter. Thanks, Pete. Um, and don't forget, you're a brand, too. You sure. as a human being, you're a brand, your store has a brand. And sometimes we forget that. And I think it's something that we should always remind ourselves. So let's get into the nitty gritty of this thing. So you've got a goal. What are the questions you're asking yourself to make sure that it's a goal worthy of your pursuit? That's kind of flipping it on its head, right? Yeah. Because it's, you understand it's going to take a lot of time. It's going to take some money. It's going to take a lot of effort. If it's a worthwhile goal and it actually moves the ball, that is, it changes your life. It changes your business's life. It's going to require some effort. So how do we know that this is the right goal for us this year? Because you've done your homework with your promise, that first P of the five Ps, right? It's wherever it's, we said it off the bat, it's about clarity. And having clarity in what you want as the business owner and having clarity of what you provide as the business owner so that you can help your clients go from whatever their pain is to a better life. Because if you go back and listen, for those of you that hadn't listened, the whole idea around the promise is that understand what their pain is and have your unique methodology to take them through from their pain into the freedom that they want and what they, you know, they're suffering because they're having a bad night's sleep. What's your unique set of process that takes them through having the bad night's sleep to having the best sleep ever and telling everybody where they found their mattress, right? So what is that? Pro That's the promise, right? So we have promises for ourselves. We have promises for our business. We have promises for our clients. But understanding the full clarity of those is going to give you the guidance to know whether or not the goals that you're setting are in alignment, right? It's all about the alignment. Just like we align our products to our promise, we align our process, we align our people, we align our goals to the promise. So the ultimate clarity has to be with that promise. And that's the homework that you need to do in capturing all this stuff. Because if it's unclear, if you're unclear, how can you actually communicate that to your team? How can you communicate it to your clients? How can you communicate it to your outsourced suppliers, everybody else 
about what it is you do. And if there's, if there's some sort of funkiness there, then that's why some profits aren't happening because it's not ultimately clear and very, you know, clear of what you need to do. Because when you have that clarity, then you can set the goals. And when you have the goals, you can take the action. When you have the action, things happen. Mm. So good. Um, I have probably spent more money on goal setting courses than any human being alive. And what you have just laid out here is the best of the best of everything that I've ever read um, or seen. And this has just been an absolute treat. Um, there are some free gifts that if you've joined us late, you guys need to get in on. First of all, free gift number one is the planner. And this is a planner that Pete actually designed for himself after using other planners and yeah. being frustrated. And this is the one that works for him. And Pete is probably you. He owns more than one business. He's, if you own more than one business, he's you. And <laughs> I'm a retailer uh, too, right? Yeah. You're a retail. Yeah. I mean, you, I mean, whether it's shoes or mattresses at, at the, at the end of the day, what are we doing? We're changing people's lives for the better. Yeah. We're, you know, at, when they wake up and they don't have pain, they don't have pain probably because they got a good night's sleep. They don't have pain probably because the shoes are probably the right shoes that give them the support and the comfort that they need. And, you know, one of the things that I learned fairly early in life, thank the good Lord, um, is that when you go to a better shoe store where usually it's higher price points, you yeah. also get a better fit and process. And the fit and process is probably the most important underrated part of it. And by the way, for you mattress retailers, it's the same with you. If you have upper priced goods, your process to find the correct support, the correct comfort for your customers so that they wake up happy and pain free to steal Jeff Janakovo's um, uh, phrase. That process has to be head and shoulders above anybody else's in the marketplace. And that process separates you from the other stores. And, you know, some stores that people go into, believe it or not, some salesperson saying some gibberish about it's 60 or 70% off. And that's why you should buy today. It's like, no, we should spend some time finding out what the right matches for you is so that you wake up happy and pain free. And it's the same thing in your shoe business. For you sure. know, a lot of people walk around the majority of their lives with ill fitting shoes that nobody ever properly fit them for. So. Sorry, I'm going off the rails. Uh, we started off with uh, goal setting and we ended up on selling mattresses and shoes only on the P Primo show. Only on the P Primo show. So you've got the planner that is absolutely a gift. Uh, it's free from Pete. It's his way of thanking you for listening to the show. And then there's this other. Mm -hmm. it's, it's called the, the one page prop. Yeah, prop. Yeah, the one page prop. prop. Mm hmm. But to me, 
that is one page doesn't scare me. One page is it's nice and it has everything in there to kind of get you started and get you uh, to think about the things that you have to think about. So just kind of circling back, Pete. Yeah. Purpose, attention, desired outcome, obstacles, and a plan. Yeah. Where do most, most of the time in your professional experience, thank you for pulling that up, Chris. Yeah. I, I absolutely love that. That's yours free. If you're listening to the show, go to simplifyingentrepreneurship.com slash prop and get this. It's free. Pete's giving it to you and he wants yeah. you to use it. Where do most people go wrong? Typically, I mean, it's the blend from, it's the blend between obstacles and plan. You know, most people know their purpose and sometimes they don't envision properly and do the homework on the result, right? So yep. if you know the purpose, but I encourage you to actually spend more time than you think you need to spend on the result because understanding that like any promise, right? You know the pain, but you have to actually envision what the benefit is, right? And you need to have that really ultimately clear so that you can build your obstacle list. And the obstacles usually come fairly quick. It's like, I know what the problems are. That's why I'm procrastinating. <laughs> well, here's the next thing. Then you get into the plan. And that's why there's that little checklist beside that says who as well, because who can help me through? right? Who can help me through this? You might know somebody that's a marketer. You might know somebody that's a bookkeeper. You might know somebody that's a, you know, whatever it is, the problem that you're working on, that if you just made a call, they may be able to introduce you to something. I mean, I, I, I'm always sending different things out that I find as shortcuts to different people that I know so that I think if this shortcut can help them, that's a bonus, right? And so, there are people out there that understand some of these things better than you do. All you need to know is who that is, right? And and sometimes there's automations out there that can do this stuff for you, right? And, you know, all of those things, the big thing is here, get clear about it so that you can develop that plan, right? You can find that automation, you can find that person, or you can learn what you need to do. Or if you're like me, you like to read, you can read the book, you can listen to the podcast, you can However, you're garnering that information to help take this idea from your head onto the paper, if it ain't written, it ain't real, and then make it actionable. Mm. So good. And, you know, you hearken back to Dan Sullivan, who not now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I always start off with a blank piece of paper. Right? <laughs> yeah. I always do. But I've never gone over to the back. Nice. I've never gone over to the back and I did with you. And I want to thank you so much for everything that you laid out. Are there any questions that anyone has before we sign off? Do not hesitate to grab your free gifts from the show today. Pete was very generous to provide that for you. Um, grab the, grab those, uh, the planner and, and grab, grab the one pager, the prop and, Get going and f listen, if you've already done your goals for 2023, this is what I want you to do. I want you to go back. I want you to go back and I want you to get really, really clear about the desired results and, and immerse yourself in what does it feel like? What does it feel like to have this goal accomplished? 
And if that does not light you up, if that doesn't excite you, you might have the wrong goal. So (laughs) go back. What what I like to do, Pete, is when when I do that sort of global list of my goals, then I take each of those goals and I do a prop on it, right? I just take that one line that I have on my planner type thing. And then I, then I take it down into the one page prop so that I can further think about that goal and set up my action steps. Because then you, once you have your action steps, you can start planning them into your quarters, right? You can start planning them into your calendar. You can say, huh, I'm not going to get to this, this quarter, but I can maybe do it in quarter two or, you know, and you can start setting this stuff up with a calendar sort of attitude as well, which is another great way to use the prop. That's awesome. So we're getting to the end here, buddy. Yeah. And I could go for another hour or two on this and I'm starting to get a little bit hoarse. That's a cue to me that I talked yeah. too much and I didn't listen <laughs> enough, which is horrible. Uh, so my apologies for talking too much. Pete, good. what would you like to say to our folks that listen today? Yeah. Um, how do, listen, somebody's watching this. There, yeah. there's no way they're not going to say, Pete Moore, where's this guy been? This guy is a stud. I want to get in touch with. How do we get a hold of you? Well, it, you know, Chris pulled it up. Your wonderful podcast producer. It's right there. Just go to simplifyingentrepreneurship.com. Uh, you can, there's a great business assessment there. You can take the assessment. You can see the buttons as it's scrolling through for those that are watching. Uh, you can catch me on Instagram, LinkedIn. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty easy. If you type my name, Pete, M-O-H-R, or Simplifying Entrepreneurship, Google will do the work to find me. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Pete, for being on the show and helping give us some clarity on how to uh, have a great 2023 and how to set goals step-by-step. Uh, step. Um, come back and see us again, man. I would love really to. Would appreciate love to. You. Always enjoy talking to retailers. I mean, retail's a big part of my life. And uh, like you said earlier, it doesn't matter whether you're selling mattresses or selling shoes or selling cars. It's retail, it's sales, it's all the things, the ins and outs. And, um, you know, it's it's a beautiful life. I wouldn't change, I wouldn't change it. Uh, enjoy every minute of it. And, you know, I think today's conversation, Pete, think about just to kind of cap things off, you know, I, I love when you were talking about your family and your relationships. And part of that one-page planner is, first of all, I truly believe that if you don't have your health, you don't have a healthy business. That's mental health and physical health. So you have to stay healthy mentally and physically. Secondarily, your relationships are ultimate importance. And I love that piece that you were talking about your family there. Whatever it is, what's your relationship goal this year? Are you going to take your wife out for a or or partner out? for a um, date once a week? Are you going to make it home? One of my goals has always been make it home for supper every night. As often as I can, I want to be sitting at the table with my family every night to eat supper. It's an important piece of my relationships, right? What's your, what are you going to do for your health? What are you going to do for your relationships this year? And that's just the personal side because we've talked a lot about the business side. But don't forget the personal side. It's an important part of why you became a business owner. Mm. Well, so I know what one third of my audience is thinking right now. Pete, I'm a rep like you. I'm overnight, almost every night during the week. Let me tell you a little secret of how I've kept my family together over these years with 
three, four, five overnights a week. And we can't spend dinner with each other, but there's one thing that we can do. Yeah. We can say prayers together as a family. And I have said my prayers at a business dinner, excuse myself, away from the owners. And do you want to know something? I've never had one owner say to me, well, shame on you, Pete Primo, for going and saying prayers with your family. And the other thing that we do that is really important is we say our daily successes. Yeah, we say our it. daily successes. What am I thankful for? And what successes did I have during the day? So if you're a rep, there's a golden nugget for you. That's part of how to keep your family together. And remember this. You pick up the phone all the time, all the time for your dealers. Pick up the phone for your wife all the time, all the time. She's number one. You're number two. And, you know, whoever that significant other is, because there's a lot of lady reps that have significant others. And I don't want to cheat you out of what I was saying. It's the same either way. Make sure your family knows you're thinking about them. You love them. You care about them and that they're number one and you will have a stronger foundation to launch your business from. So Pete, thanks. You you constantly make me think and that's what I love. And, and let me tell you guys something. If you, if you guys haven't done a mastermind, think about this for 2023. Do a mastermind. And, and I'm telling you right now, do it with this guy right here, Pete Moore, because um, this guy makes you think, and that is what you need. You Listen, when you're at the top of the food chain in your store, people will have different levels of openness to you, but everybody is, no one is ever going to give you exactly what you need to hear as boldly as a mastermind facilitator who's just going to tell you right now, you're screwing up in no uncertain words. Your your employees are not going to tell you that. Your sales reps aren't going to tell you. No one's going to tell you that except a mastermind facilitator. And they will tell you that time and time again. And sometimes that's what we actually need to hear. So... Maybe Sorry. we should make that a goal, Pete, is to set up a, a mattress mastermind for 2023. We should. We should. Let's we talk, talk about, about that, that more. Mm-hmm. Everybody that listened, we love you. Thank you. Make sure you get your free gifts from Pete. Pete, thank you so much. Appreciate it. My you. pleasure. Make it a great year, everyone. Yes. Happy 2023 and sell a million. Take care.